0: Snuff Production Barely brown one side and burnt to a crisp on the other Oh it drives me mad Fresh from the
1: uneven toaster of life It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast
2: Well it's a big uh, hello and good morning to you Mr Alex Craig David Dyson I saw some, of my, some video inspiration that you dropped on the gram today
0: Yes. Uh, Look, Craig David has always been um, up in the upper echelons of artists that I admire since he dropped... God status. ...walking away back. He sold millions of albums. And so seven days uh, when Victoria got announced the seven-day lockdown, the sadness I felt and the frustration I felt in a lockdown was almost countered by the fact that a seven day lockdown meant I could do a parody of seven days by Craig David. And so, yeah, finally came to fruition yesterday and um, chucked it up on the Matt and Alex Instagram if you want to check it out. Or why not jump over to the A.E. Dyson TikTok, you know, be one of 20 people who have seen that particular video on that <laughs> platform in amongst uh, all sorts of baffling content. How's the growth going on TikTok, mate? How is the growth going um, I would say the growth there is currently at a Madokine crypto wallet level. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, read into wow. that what you will. But, I wouldn't um, wish that look. growth on anyone,
2: I promise you. Um, <laughs> well, look, exciting. we've got a massive Time. show uh, today. We're going to be joined by this artist... Yeah.
0: Nicole Miller, ever since she uh, collabed with Peking Duck and gave us the continually excellent banger "High," um, yeah, she's been releasing some excellent tracks, including this really eclectic, really awesome new EP. Are you kidding? So she's going to pop in and uh, have a little yarn to us. Are you going to, um, are you going to bring up your little confrontation with a Nicole Miller lookalike at the market? Oh, of course, market? I, of course I am.
2: That's a that's the first <laughs> thing I'm going to do. I'm going to ask Nicole Miller why she continues to lie about not trying to get my car parked at the Glebe Market. So let's get stuck into it. We've got a few things before we chat to Nicole. Hope you're having a
0: good one. This is Matt and Alex,
2: All Day Breakfast. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here
0: we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Now, Matt, it is Friday. Everything on Friday is a little bit fun, a little bit loose, and uh, we love making people happy on a Friday. And what could be happier than prizes, prizes, prizes?
2: Bro, especially when the prizes are this good. Okay, we've given away some junk before, but now we're getting some <laughs> real top shelf stuff. All right. Uh, so no more no more briefing face masks. Okay, we've actually yeah, we've no got no more. Some,
0: Matt writes a song about your thing. You know, no, yeah, no, <laughs> no more like net that. losses.
2: We're talking about stuff that you can actually use. And today we are giving away a listener wireless phone charger. And you know it's a good prize when I'm jealous of giving it away. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like I
0: almost <laughs> want to enter this quiz myself. Yeah, that's it. Can I keep this listener being the uh, the the uh good group of people who put the Matt and Alex podcast together? Uh You may even be listening on the uh, listener app right now. The good news is these little wireless phone chargers, I've got one sitting next to my couch right now, Matt. I've got the listener phone charger. Yeah, that um, annoys One of these incredibly lucky Matt and Alex listeners will be taking one away as well with our Friday Weird News Quiz. First up, it's Evan. G'day, Evan. Hey, boys. How are you? Good. Thanks, Evan. (sighs) You're still uh, charging your phone with a
2: wire, you chump.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm such a chump. Still got the cords hanging beside
3: the desk. Oh, Oh my God. I mean,
2: I'm the same. I got one next to my bed, got one in the lounge room, got one coming out of the car, glove box, just so many. I feel like Dr. Octopus, all these... Tentacles, you know, around me. It's a fire hazard.
3: I'm living unsafe.
0: <laughs> exactly. Place the phone on top, and it'll uh, charge through the back. It's like magic. Rob is also joining us, also from Victoria. G'day, Rob. How are you guys? Oh, I'm all right. I've been in my attic all week. What about you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just hanging out at home, doing a bit of remote learning or teaching. I oh, love it. What are you learning? I'm
3: teaching psychology, oh. mathematics.
0: Oh, amazing stuff. Well, now, hopefully, some of your how are learnings. The kids- paying attention during this time, Rob? Oh, it's a bit hit and
3: miss at the, at the moment,
0: <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> sure. Yeah, not surprise, not surprised. Well, look, hopefully
2: some of your uh, wisdom and learnings can help you uh, win our Friday Weird News quiz. Let's get started. Alright, we got three questions. Each question will have two options, okay? It's multiple choice. There's A or B. Here we go. Question one. Buzz in with your names. Buzz in with your names. <clears throat> Italian winemakers are demanding a new emoji be added due to this drink's marginalization. Which wine so which wine emoji do you think that they want? Is it Drop. A? Oh. Oh, okay. Go on,
3: Rob. Maybe give me the options first, actually. <laughs> no, nah, mate. No, nah, you, you're so
0: trigger-happy. You can, you can catch the bullet. Go on, what? Yeah, you can't replace the bullet into the chamber, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a
3: punt. I'm going to go A,
2: white one. That is a no. Now, Evan, very yeah. politely waiting for your turn <laughs> and to hear the this... options. So is it A, a rosé emoji, or B, The Pinot Grigio emoji. It's definitely not white wine.
3: Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'll go for uh, rosé.
2: Yes, that's right. Italian winemakers are now lobbying for a new emoji to put an end to the shameful marginalisation of rosé, pointing out that the only symbols currently available on smartphones to signify wine are limited to a glass of red or two clinking champagne flutes or a bottle
0: of bubbles. So they want rosé, baby. Okay, um, we've we've <laughs> taken we've changed the gun to a water pistol. We've given racial diversity. You know, there's some good changes that people have fought for. How do we reckon the rosé push is going to go, Matt? Are we going to are we going to change uh, wine well, discrimination forever? Stop?
2: Suddenly it's like <laughs> I want to I want a natural white wine. Um, you know, skin contact, Vermentino emoji. It's a slippery side. Otherwise. It's not on. Give me a craft beer. Give me a triple IPA NEPA emoji. That's what I want. <laughs> um, anyways, hey. Uh, question two. Evan and Rob, buzz in with your names. The US state of West Virginia is encouraging people to get the COVID-19 vaccine by entering anyone who gets the vaccine into a draw to win what? Is it A, guns, or B, meat trays?
3: Evan. Rob. Go on, Evan. First. Um, It's West Virginia, so it's got to be guns.
0: Oh, it is guns. It's going to be putting vaccine recipients' names into a draw, and they'll be given a bunch of winners free guns. The draw is going to run from June 20 to August 4, and people have the chance to win five custom hunting rifles and five custom hunting shotguns.
3: That's going to kill more people than COVID. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man, yeah. <laughs> well,
2: you're
0: not wrong there. Let's let's hope not. Um, apparently, guns don't kill people; people kill people. So um, anyway, we'll see we'll see what their Second Amendment does uh, in this one. But wow, we, of course, uh, here at Matt and Alex, do advise you to get vaccinated against both COVID and rifles. Question number three: Matt O'Kine. Um fashion company ASOS has recently been in the news for the design of a pair of their
2: blue skinny jeans. With what bizarre feature? Is it A, a big rip that shows the wearer's entire buttocks, or B, a zip that connects from the front all the way to the top of their butt?
3: Evan.
2: Oh, Evan's coming for the clean sweep.
3: Snooky, sneaky. Uh, sorry, what were the two? Oh, I'm not going <laughs> to... No, nah, mate, I, I'm not going to Okay, I think...
2: Uh-oh, I, someone's I, trying the method on the last <laughs> jump here. They're about to <laughs> crash.
3: It's the, uh, the, the, the back zip. That's what I remember. It is correct.
0: Oh, Bravo! The zip that goes the way around. It looks normal, but the zip, the fly keeps descending and does a little bit of it around the world, going right up behind <laughs> and uh, up to the top of the crack. So, um, there you go. Very handy for those, um, for that easy access. For uh,
2: yes, of all kinds. Uh, for the quick departure, I think we'll say. Let's say it's for the quick departure. Um, now, Evan, Rob, well, Rob, you, I mean, this was, you've had better days, surely.
3: (laughs) I've had much better days, let's be honest.
2: Are you, are you, are your kids, oh, you're not, you're still not, you're not teaching right now, are are. you? I'm
3: used to giving the quizzes, not taking them, so,
0: yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, well, let's just hope (laughs) your students don't listen to this particular pop quiz, uh, Rob, Uh, but Evan, congratulations, we'll be getting your details and sending you out the listener uh, phone charger. Thank you so much for tuning in to All Day Breakfast and hopefully we'll catch you both again very soon.
3: Thank, Thank you guys. very much. Here's Upper Class Living.
0: Woo! <laughs> 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 yeah, it is the 1% gets these wireless phone charges, but this is this is the future right now. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A
3: seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Do
0: you ever have a nightlight, Alex Dyson? I did have a nightlight, but okay. thank you very much for asking. Um, Can you guess what it was? Mm, Come on. I
2: don't, no, I I can't tell. I mean, I was going to say some sort of of rodent, really, just.
0: (laughs) No, it is hairy, was hairy. Very silent Australian, one of the silent generation. Middle name starts with B. That's correct. It's a Humphrey b bear nightlight. I had it for a very long time. (laughs) How long was was
2: Humphrey by the bedside table for,
0: mate? (laughs) Go on. Well, Humphrey was over on the chest of drawers on the other side of the room and he would have put in, uh, I tell you what, he went well past retirement age. I'll just say that <laughs> he, he loved his work so much. Long
2: past he was illuminating our TV screens. He was still illuminating your bedroom to make sure exactly that a teenage right. Alex Dyson wasn't getting scared at night. I, I bet. Exactly
0: right. Twenties? Um, did
2: he get? Did he hit your twenties? Uh,
0: no, no. Okay, okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Makes it easier to uh, reach over to the bedside drawer for the contraception uh, when you, you've got a. <laughs> got a uh, you don't need in your the room.
2: contraception when when the <laughs> Humphrey Bein night lights next to it. <laughs> Might as well just show them your your drawer of magic tricks, which uh, I had in my bedroom. <laughs> the old card tricks and magic books. That'll yeah, that'll makes, get them out. That'll get them out of the bedroom. Don't worry about that.
0: That makes the women disappear. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so we're getting Sophia a nightlight, right? Oh, that's a big purchase. Well, you know, and we don't know if it's the right thing. You read articles, they say, don't do it. It just keeps them distracted. Some say, look, oh. some kids get, feel better, you know, with a little bit of illumination. Um, and uh, uh, my sister has this really great one that she got from France and it's this little mushroomy thing, little dome. Uh, you just Champignon. Sort of, yeah, you just tap it. Tap it on the dome and it kind of, you know, illuminates and you, then you twist the dome and it gets brighter or dimmer, you know? Nifty little yeah, thing. Yeah.
0: What, what is the dome of a mushroom called? I'm sure it's got a name. Handed like it be the what the stork. You know what I head? do a lot of, I because because of because I'm
2: writing a lot at the moment, scripts and you know stuff. Mm. I I write a lot. I do a lot of googling, like I'll be like, mm, anatomy of a bridge, <laughs> <laughs> and, and and then it all comes up with all these diagrams of like. All yeah. the, like, exact words for every single part of a bridge that, like, you you know, you're like, the, oh, that's yeah. that bit, yeah. So you'd be like... Rivets. Yeah. yeah, and, like, I remember doing, like, the anatomy of a shoe because I was like, what's the bit that's not the tongue, the laces, the heel, the sole? What's all that bit? <laughs> the body of the shoe. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, so anatomy of a mushroom. This is completely gone off the rails here. I feel like we've taken <laughs> mushrooms. Um... Here we go. Oh, So there's the scales and the cap. The cap. And then, of course, underneath the cap is the gills. (laughs) Then there's the stipe or the stem, and then there's the vulva underneath. Uh, What? A mushroom has a vulva? (laughs) Well, it's not to be mistaken for a vulva. So it's a vulva. Vulva. V-O-L-V-A, not
0: V-U-L-V-A. Volva, not which vulva. I would double
2: check the. I, I really want to check the spelling. Double check the spelling of that, but I am on the work computers. Now, <laughs> I just don't want to be going. Is it is a volva a volva? No, yeah, I'm sure it's with a U. Anyways, <laughs> Bell is it like dead said on getting the same little mushroom lamp? It's really great. It is really nifty little thing. We're talking about nothing. It's something that couldn't be this bigger than your fist. It's a, yep. a small child's fist. That's how big it is. Right. Mm. So um we're Googling, looking all over all of the sites. You cannot get one in Australia, right? Cannot yep. get one in the in the close neighbors, New Zealand, you know? You cannot get one even oh you can find that you get one in Europe, right? So there's a couple of places. Okay. In France, mushroom. In England. Lights. The other yeah. one was Dubai. You could get one in Dubai. <laughs> now I got a friend, my man Dinnertime, shout out, living in Dubai currently. <gasps> so Bell is like, Well, why don't we get get the the lamp delivered to Dubai And then we'll yep. ask Dinner time to send it over To us You know we're in no rush to get it It might take a time But we'll do it And I was like okay fine I Hit up dinner time He gives me his address I uh, I go okay well incoming There's a, uh, We're sending you something right We're getting something delivered I forgot to tell him that it was a lamp um, <laughs> This mushroom thing turns up He's like is this what you were after I was like yes yes perfect A little night light Perfect mushroom night light
0: now in Dubai,
2: yeah. Now in Dubai, so tracking mode has started early, right? And then, then I'm like, okay, now send it to us, please, right? So he goes, yeah, no worries. Sends me a message about a day later. Says, yeah, just just let you know, I sent it to you. And I was like, cheers, bro. Um, by the way, how much did it cost? And he goes, oh, look, to be honest, post the the postal system here is terrible, so I had to get it couriered, so it was seventy five dollars. I was like, ah, <laughs> what? That's that's, that's more than twice bad. the
0: lamp. <laughs> but that's not bad to send something from Dubai.
2: I know it's pretty impressive, but it was a t- its a tiny little lamp. I was like, we right. could have—I could have made my own lamp. I could Small have gotten some mushrooms fish. and hollowed it out and put a little, <laughs> a little light yeah. inside. So what have you like double the price of the actual lamp is now just getting it here.
0: <laughs> so let us know yeah. your postage woes. Well, I know um, Woods's parents are moving states, and um, they're sort of sending a car. <laughs> Via like they're getting the car couriered down. And I think that's oh, pretty sexy yeah. rather yeah, than that's, driving.
2: Yeah, I don't like I mean the whole moving thing is a is a that's that's always that's always ifty, shifty. But it's that instant I mean look to be fair, you're right. Mm. Sending something across the world should probably cost
0: seventy five dollars. Like that's pretty yeah. reasonable. Well I um I went I was walking through one day just a little bargain bin there it was like it was like an eight pack of various sized paint brushes for five cents i'm like oh, <laughs> sick might do a little bit of little bit of watercoloring here <laughs> so i went took them to the, the front counter and they go that'll be five cents thanks and i looked through my wallet and this is a few years ago now so I don't, i'm not even sure tap was in in vogue yet so i'm like oh <laughs> Could I put that on card? <laughs> they're like, no, it's ten dollars minimum. you are at five cents. So I had to wander out, go and find an ATM <laughs> to take probably drop the two dollars fifty fee. <laughs> yeah, well, I had to walk further because I'm like, there's no way I'm paying two dollars fifty to in order to pay five cents for these post- paint brushes. So anyway, that's yeah. Let us know when's when have you had to pay extra on something that's been pretty cheap. Yeah, what's the what's – the,
2: remember we talked about the postman's tariff. But like, what? <laughs>
0: well, the postman's tariff. Now, this is interesting. The postman's tariff occurs when you're dropping off some chips to someone and you take a little chippy for yourself. Now, that is the postman's tariff. Do you know but what? I,
2: I actually do a little bit of postman's tariff whenever I buy, like – Belinda a drink or anything like that. at like, yeah. um, Oh yeah. You know, I'll, I'll be like, yeah, red wine and a beer, thanks. And then I'll carry it yeah. back to the table and be like, yeah, oh, a little sip of the red wine just to see what it tastes like. A little bit of the Postman's tariff, if you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So, uh, let
0: us know. What have you met? What have you had? The Postman's tariff. <laughs> hey guys, I got a couple of stories for you. Oh. oh. Chris Marsh, okay. Oh, Marshy in the studio.
3: Uh, well known in our family not to let your drink anywhere near my father because his postman's tariff was a good 90, 95 percent of your drink. <laughs> um, so what, he just was,
2: reach uh, over and take it.
3: Uh, can I have a sip? Sure, and then you get back nothing.
0: Um, <laughs> oh, you, you need that. You need a bulldog in the uh, in the front yard to chase away that postman. <laughs> yeah, that exactly. Is... <laughs> <laughs> and in terms of being outraged by a
2: price, as you know, I also moved house recently and mm. I investigated, the, the movers said they can't move my television without it being in a box. I'm like, oh, well, I, I have, very unlike me, actually thrown out the box. So I did investigate, you can buy moving boxes for LCD televisions.
0: Mm.
2: Oh. But they are. Over a hundred dollars. <laughs> for a cardboard box? Just for the box. Do you get the polystyrene at least as well? Yeah, a piece of polystyrene inside as well. But oh my god, that is outrageous! I'm like, I'll risk the scratches in the back seat of my car. Thank you. <laughs> Tell you what, I'd take it on the bus, I'd just wrap, it, wrap <laughs> a blanket around it and just carry it on my head. <laughs> yeah, goodness me. Well, let us know at matt.n.alex what's your what's the tariff been? Jim Postman's <laughs> tariff? Specific postman's tariff
0: or just the tariff? I don't I don't know. Yeah. What's I'd, your tariff? <laughs> let us know your tariff. <laughs> it's all day breakfast. Order up! Just how you like it, Perfect. All Day Breakfast. All right, Matt, a Friday treat for us here an All Day Breakfast where we get to chat to an incredible Aussie artist who's just put out a brand new EP called Are You Kidding? It sounds a little bit like this. It adds to the diverse oh. amount of sounds she's been giving us over the years. Uh, it is Nicole Miller. G'day, Nicole.
1: Hey, what an intro. <laughs> man! That,
0: oh, that, that's that so got some kick to it, that track. Is that
1: a bit of drum I and know. bass, Nicole? Yes, yeah, that one was with um, these English guys called Duke and Jones, and they're super like drum and bass. So it's like, why not?
0: Oh, I tell you what, if you want to get your D and B, the UK know exactly what they're doing in that area. Was it fun collabing <laughs> exactly. with those guys?
1: Yeah, it was so fun. I mean, like I wrote it on, like I wrote most of this EP like sitting on my orange couch in my house. So I mean, I didn't know that I'd be writing a and song like having to <laughs> rave at home, but it's a vibe.
0: <laughs> I would call, I'd go, I'd go further. It's not a song. That's an anthem. That's a and B <laughs> anthem we've got there, Nicole. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Now,
2: look, Nicole, we need to get something out of the way. Okay, yes, we've got an EP that you we, we want to talk about, all right? Yes, I want to know about some of the writing process and especially some of the songs like uh, I th- I think I should uh, I should probably go to therapy. I'm very keen to hear about that. But let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Ooh. Did you or did you not ask for my car park at the Glee markets? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my God. It was not me, but it's so weird because I was at the Glebe Market. Yeah, like but
2: I was I, there. I'm telling you, I don't know if you know this, it was you, okay? Because <laughs> I was parked out the front. Me and my, my daughter and, and my partner, Belinda, we were all going to go to the beach. We are just getting a couple of coffees first, okay? I was in the car. A car pulls up, says, hey, are you leaving? I say, no. Then it drives away. Then a second car pulls up, okay? <laughs> Woman in the driver's seat, big dog next to her. No, no. You look at me. And I go, no. And then as you drove away, I went, oh, that was Nicole Miller. So then I get onto Twitter. I say, hey, just saw you at the Cleve Markets. Oh. And you say, and then suddenly you're all shaggy on me.
1: No, nah, but like, that, that, I feel like I've got a doppelganger out there or something because I was there. I don't know what's happening, but that's when I was leaving when you tweeted me and I have I was not with a dog. What kind of dog was it? It's
2: quite a big dog. I wouldn't say it was the Jewel Ox dog, but... I think it was Dulux dog inspired.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm I'm kind of scared. Like that that happened. Like, is there somebody? Do I have a twin?
2: Maybe. Is this okay. is this? Do you, do you get mistaken for many people? Like much? Have you got Have you got a media doppelganger that you get sort of mistaken for?
1: I can't remember who it was, but I think I was kind of offended. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> it's always bad when that
1: happens. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. i was like oh cool thanks guys
0: <laughs> yeah i never know I with those ones because it's whether you know oh wow they think i'm as attractive as this beautiful person or it's yeah. i'm a better looking version of this person yeah it, it, it depends <laughs> on yeah, which way you look different.
1: at it yeah and and to be honest you always look at yourself different to how people look at you so it's just you never know
2: well, yeah, I, I mean, last absolutely. time I, I remember talking on Twitter. Last time we interact on Twitter after I, you know, accused you of wanting my car park, um, <laughs> and it was because you said you you said you're you're feeling all bummed
1: out because you're twenty, you turned twenty seven. My God, I, I forget that people follow me on Twitter and I just like rant on there. <laughs> <laughs> like... Of course, that's
2: the whole point of Twitter. People follow you and read your thoughts. What are yeah, you worried about turning twenty seven for?
1: Well actually after toads 28.
2: <laughs> oh is it 28? Oh.
1: <laughs> yeah. 28's sorry, a great. Do I am I old now?
2: <laughs> no. 28's a great age. I mean no but honestly why did you, why would you tweet something like that? Were you starting to feel a little bit self-conscious about being 28 and in the music industry?
1: You know I think I yeah I I was. I was like I've been in the you know the music industry for a while now and I'm like hmm am I getting old?
0: Well it's interesting because there is quite a there is quite a, a fervour that people put on and then and this pedestal people put young artists, you know, whether it's even Olivia Rodriguez in the last couple of months, Billy Eilish before that, there's this yeah. wanting to go for just super young and, you know, vibrant and, and fresh and 28 is that also, so I don't think I'm not <laughs> taking that. But how does it feel being, you know, maybe a couple of years older than these people um, and having yeah, the media puts so much of a focus on on, pe- on women's age.
3: Yeah,
1: I don't know. It's weird I because, I, like, I feel like I'm obsessed with TikTok and I'm always on there and I just feel like everyone's always posting about, like, how much Botox they get and maybe, like, I was watching that and I was, like, feeling really insecure about that. And then, yeah, I feel like it's always been, like, oh, my God, this sick new artist and she's 15, which is awesome because they're killing it. But then I'm also like, Oh, it's cool that I can, you know, still be in the music industry. Like I'm still I'm still here, guys. I'm not I'm not leaving.
0: <laughs> We hope not. That's it. The EP that you've put out, Are You Kidding, is incredible. Uh, Let's jump on the title track first, Are You Kidding. Was that the um, first lyrics that came to mind? Because in Australia we've got such a large vernacular. You could have said, are you joking? Are you joshing? You're pulling my leg. Are you giving me the raw prawn? Did any of these sort of uh, titles come through at all?
1: I don't know. I feel like I just say Are You Kidding all the time. Like currently watching Big Brother and I feel like I'm just reality shows, I'm like, are you kidding? Like, why is this <laughs>
2: and- <laughs> Are you a big reality TV fan?
1: I think I just, like, during, like, COVID and everything, like, putting on reality shows, it just, like, kind of makes you feel a little bit better about yourself. <laughs> 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 I know that sounds really bad, but, like, then I get obsessed with it and then I, like, really, like, go for people on there. Like, I started watching Big Brother for Flex Mommy because she's awesome. And then... I just got hooked on it, and like the drama, it's
2: just great. Yeah, well, look, we're getting hooked on the uh, brand new EP. Are you kidding? I was loving um, recently the the track "I Should Probably Go to Therapy." There's a real nice rawness to it, which I'm assuming came from maybe a moment of doubt in your mind or uh, a low period. Is that? Can you tell me about that song?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I've always thought that it would be good to go to therapy and not just get drunk at parties and, like, talk to <laughs> pa- some someone in the corner about, about my life problems. <laughs> um, so that's kind of, like, my reminder that I should do it and I still haven't done it. So... There's to that, but um, yeah. I just think it's important that everyone should go and have a little chat to someone other than the person at the party.
2: Yeah, for sure. What were a lot of the songs on this album born from? Were they born from the down times or the good times?
1: I feel like when I write songs, like I'm, I go off a feeling, and I'm normally like, you know, a bit angry about something so you can probably hear the the sass in the in the songs but yeah i feel like a lot of these songs are um even though there is a bit of sass like they were triggered from me being like over exhausted or like angry about someone or like a bit of heartache and then like you know my old manager one of them's about him not naming names but um yeah i just you know, someone triggers me. You better be careful. I'll write a song about you.
0: <laughs> That's it. And it seems you, your influences are across the spectrum, Nicole. I love that you're able to come up with so many diverse sounds. What influences <laughs> you sonically when it comes to writing music?
1: That is a very good question. I feel like I normally, like, get inspired by nature or, like, photographs um, mainly. I'm a very visual writer. That's awesome. Writer. Yeah, not so much sounds. Yeah, I feel like I write stuff from like seeing a picture or, yeah, a feeling and then it becomes like a thing.
2: Well, I mean, you, you say that writing this album was a little bit different to the sort of standard process because I've seen you mention before, and you did at the beginning of this chat, that, you know, you wrote some a lot of these songs sitting on the couch or, you know, in your hallway at home i yeah. got to tell you, as a comedian, that's where most of it comes from. Um, what What's wow. the difference? What's the difference process that was uh, compared to other times that you write?
1: Yeah, I mean, like I'd normally come up with like you know, a bit of an idea, um, but most of the time I would be in sessions with like songwriters and producers, you know, like the typical pop session that you do. And I used to travel a lot to write songs. Like I felt like I needed to travel. And um, yeah, most of this EP came from just like sitting at home being bored. Um, (laughs) So it really like forced me to like, you know, just, it was basically just me on my own writing songs and I did get help from people. But yeah, I think it was like, I had to challenge myself to write majority of the EP rather than, you know, relying on someone to bounce back and forth to. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah.
2: Do you think it made you a better artist? Do you think you're able to trust yourself more?
1: Yeah, definitely, because when I first, like, got into the industry, I was, like, so quiet and I'd be, like, put in these sessions with, like, really loud writers, like, bouncing around and I think I would just, like, go into the little corner in the room and just be like, yeah, that's a cool idea and sing it and not necessarily the songs would ever come out, but I think I... Wouldn't trust myself as a songwriter. And now, like doing this, I'm like, okay, yeah, I got this. Like, my ideas are cool enough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, backing yourself has definitely turned out for the best. Nicole Miller, are you kidding? Uh, is out now. You can listen to it everywhere. Grab it wherever you need to in the music world. And, Nicole, it's been a pleasure having you on All Day yeah. Breakfast. Thank you very much. And, um, yeah, out. just stay away from Madokine's parks. He, yeah, uh, I'll see you at Glebe Markets, I bet.
1: <laughs> I know. I've run into you in, in Glebe a few times.
0: <laughs> yeah, you'll have a big
2: dog with you, and I'll say, I
1: knew it. <laughs>
0: Whoops! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, this Nicole. fake mustache
2: is fooling nobody. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. See ya.
0: Mm-mm.
2: Oh yeah.
0: Well, it is Friday nights in lockdown, and Matt, I. Uh, Earlier in the week, cooked some extra rice so that come this Friday, I can chuck in a few peas, a little bit of onion, whatever other slop I've got kicking around in the bottom of the drawer and uh, put together a delicious meal for myself and Woods this evening. But when it comes to podcast content, we've got the premium stuff coming together at the end of the week for this segment that we call Leftovers. Yeah, we're always reading your texts on at...
2: Matt.n.alex, and uh, sometimes we don't have time to get to them, so this is where we like to catch up on all the things that we missed out on, so please always keep in touch with us. Um, first up, we've got uh, Daz Harding texted in, said, couldn't have been too obsessed by Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Matt. Couldn't even remember. It's called the Technodrome. That's right. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, think I, called it, I think
0: I called it Krang's Lair, and that was wrong. <laughs> It's good that we set aside time at the end of the week to really square the ledger at these of well, I mean, things, isn't because it?
2: Because you're right. We, we've got to be open to the criticisms as well, you know. When we, get, yeah. we, we get the people saying, hey, hey, you're wrong and this is why and we want
0: to let you know that you are heard. Uh, unfortunately, some of these criticisms, which we do listen to, might have backfired on the listeners because uh, Charlie got in touch with us regarding (laughs) the uh, kettle noise that got quite a few complaints in between content on the Matt and Alex podcast. Uh, Because after we've replaced it, Charlie is not happy. The message reads, to the absolute crumb who complained about the kettle whistle, now we have to listen to the god awful sound of Matt slurping flavoured milk. You need to go and sit in your room and think about what you've done. <laughs> yeah, see, this is what happens. You you complain, and you get what you what you get. All right. We are like those genies where you go. The genie says, "I wanna, I wanna be rich and famous." <laughs> oh. I want a I want a manhood that goes down to the grounds and it's like, well, they take off take off the bottom half of your legs and you've got to, whatever. It's always uh, a uh, <laughs> always a catch on Matt and Alex.
2: Um, DJ Shake Chili said, Um, Sup, crew, sandwich chat. You mentioned a hot chip sandwich, which is always a classic, but when you put the chips in the oven, throw in with it a meat pie. When it's all done, take the lid off the pie, insert some chips, squirt some sauce in if you like, put the lid back on, put the pie on a buttered slice, fill in the gaps around the pie with the leftover chips, slap on the other slice, slice press it down just enough to get your face hole around it. There you go, pie chip sandwich. That's like the carb to duckin. okay? That is <laughs> chips in pie in, in sandwich in too bread. much.
0: <laughs> Incredible uh, We got a message here from uh, M Beckett Saying when have you been upgraded uh, On our way to Africa a few years ago For a building trip Me and my two bricklayer mates Got bumped up to business class We were all big lads And I found out later They sometimes do it To balance out the plane The rest of the building crew Wasn't happy at the back no, Serves them right for n- being skinny
2: no, That's not no, a bad way no, to do it no. You could,
0: you only need to upgrade Three people instead of four If you choose three big burly bricklayers <laughs>
2: No, no, I got upgraded over the weekend because I was wearing a suit. It has nothing to do with the COVID kegs, okay? <laughs> so I'm, gonna, I'm not listening to whatever M Beckett has to say. Uh, Mitch Watson says, Mitch Watsonopolis says, um, this is regards to pedestrian crossing. Nothing frustrates me more than when I've stopped at a zebra crossing for someone to cross and they wave or say thank you. I don't need to be thanked for following the road rules. My wife does not agree with my frustrations. Yeah, look, I kind of agree with That's you. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I still like to do it. You know, you're, st- you're yeah, still nice I'd to be. I'd always d- do the thank you way. Yeah, just a little thank you.
0: Or you do the little courtesy jog. Oh, I'll get out yeah. of your way quickly. <laughs> I'll speed up Seems. for you. I tried mouth thank you quite loudly and widely, like, I don't really usually say it too much, but I, get the, I try to sh- show Thank that you. my lips are saying that. <laughs> Thank you. Just to make sure. And uh, finally, let's go to David. David, how are you? Not too bad. How are you? Good. Thanks, David. Now, you, uh, we were talking
2: about where have you slept or how have you slept? Because I was sleeping in a big old family tangle on the floor of our daughter uh, Sophia's room because she is a bad sleeper and uh, we are not good at <laughs> saying no to her yet. So uh, wh- wh- how have you slept?
3: So <laughs> so we made the trip over from Perth uh, to Melbourne for a footy weekend and uh, we wanted to go watch the Cats play. So we, we made the trip down, down the highway, as they say, down to Geelong. And um, yeah, it was a great day. But I went, I think the mistake I made is I went with a couple of my mates that are just heavyweights in the drinking game. Mm. And uh, me, I'm just a little lightweight. So I foolishly... Tried to keep up with them. Look, I'm oh. not going to shy away from a challenge. But, uh, yeah, that was where I went wrong. Anyway, we didn't realize how far Geelong yeah. was from, from Melbourne. Had to, it was like a, a country train that we had to take. <laughs> so there was all facilities and, and whatnot on the train. So I actually went, went to a pub and a few more a few more beers. And I'm just struggling. I said, look, boys, we need to get going. And they said, yeah, yeah, no worries, no worries. So we uh, catch the train back. And uh, I was feeling a little bit crooked in the stomach. So I uh, went to the toilet. And uh, I was enjoying myself on the toilet, and I've fallen asleep. <laughs> I I only noticed that I'd fallen asleep when I, I woke up. So on these country chains, there's like an automatic lock on the door. So I wake up to somebody just staring at me. He's just staring at me with locked eyes. And I said, mate, shut the door. And he's like, sorry, bro. And I was seeing him trying to push the button to shut the door, but it just wouldn't shut. So he's just bailed. And as, I, as he was walking away, he goes, like taking a shit, <laughs> and one by so, one, all the passengers in that carriage just start turning their heads and just staring at me
2: <laughs> through the door of the toilet. <laughs>
0: through the door of the
3: toilet. Does it
2: open it automatically stuck. or something? Because uh, because you didn't you didn't get out in time.
3: Oh, I've
0: been on there too
3: long. Yeah, I was in
0: there for
2: too long. <laughs> oh my god, no, no, not on a it train as well. Yeah, so the door eventually shut. I reckon it was about thirty seconds. It was stuck
3: open. It felt like two hours. <laughs> Everyone was staring at me, so I eventually uh, did my stuff, got out, and uh, walked back to my seat. Few heads oh my god,
2: I would have, I would have jumped out the window of the train, run run along the roof <laughs> like it was a Liam Neeson movie, and <laughs> made my escape up on a bridge or something. Yeah, it did cross
0: my mind. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Most importantly, David, the Cats have a win. Oh, they did. They pumped Brisbane. It was a great day. <laughs> oh, boo. Go Brisbane. <laughs> hey, uh, thanks
2: very
3: much, David. No problems, guys. Catch up.
0: And thank you for listening to All Day Breakfast today and this week. It's been a whole heap of fun. She's Nicole Miller again for hanging out with us today. And, uh, yeah, we'll be coming back with a brand fresh new week of Epps starting Monday morning. Hey, just a little reminder, don't forget that we're starting the
2: Wellness Centre next week. So if you want to purge yourself of some kind of embarrassment, some kind of awful tale, something that's mortified you, then please get in touch
0: at matt.n.alex. Until then, have a really good weekend and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Listener.